Hey wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we continue to take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hola. And our resident Jester Jolie. Sup. Two weekends in a row, two events in a row, and I'm asking the same damn question. What the hell was that at the ending? I knew things were going to be a little crazy when I saw Miz talking to MVP, and I knew something was going to be up. Kayla, I know Miz, you like the Miz and everything, but what the fuck with your boy? First of all, I I, I, I have no words for that. Um, it's all I got to say is I like the Miz. I've always have liked the Miz. Um, I eventually wanted him you know, to cash in, maybe get another title run, you know, push him up because they always say, if you're a champion, the more money, you know, make you bring you, bring you back out on top. But um, really don't have much to say about this other than I have one word from a great legend himself, Mr. Ron Simmons. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, it's like unfucking believable, and so it's like, yes, business champion again and everything, but it's like he's been champion twice, and it's only because of Money in the Bank both times. <laughs> but I mean, I just like I said, why now? Because I mean, obviously, you know, no, I eventually, like I said, I would want him to be the champion, but not like that. I mean, if you're going to do it right, the right way should have been after Drew had retained the elimina- uh, elimination chamber because he had already been through hell. But you're going to make a deal with Bobby Lashley or MVP or whoever. And the hurt business in general. Whatever. <laughs> and, you know, so I'm going to just take an advantage. Bobby's going after and beat the crap out of him. No, honey, it don't work that way. You just made you look weak. A part of me was screaming, that I wanted to see John Morrison run out and just attack him for some reason. You know, it's like, because with him not being able to win the title, I thought it would be kind of fair. Like, hey, I can't have gold. You can't have gold. And, you know, just, but yeah. But like I said, no, I am a big fan of The Miz. Um, I can't wait for the opportunity to actually meet him, you know, and just, but not now. Could have, I don't know. If you wanted him to cash in, why did it have to be Miz? I mean, excuse me, what could, had to be Drew? It could have been Orton. Even though Mr. Orton that I got eliminated the first time, the first person out the chamber. But um, no, um, I was not satisfied with it. Miz fan or not, I was not satisfied with that at all. So. Shit. Uh, I know the gestures uh, get clamored up and wanted to spew. Go ahead, girlfriend. Fuck you, Miz. That's all. Like, I'm sorry. Yes, I get it. It's it's about being the ever the opportunist. And yes, he took Edge's words to heart. But, you know, I remember when Edge first cashed in. He didn't have somebody else beat up Cena. He did it him fucking self. To me, this makes Miz look weak. To me, this makes Miz look like he can't do anything on his own, which diminishes from what he actually is a decent wrestler. 
you know, they're already making memes of uh, him better than Kenny Omega, which I completely 100% wholeheartedly agree. Kenny Omega is a giant fucking Brillo padded piece of shit. So we're just going to stop it there. Because I'm not, like I said, not a fan. Never been a fan. He has some great entrances. I'll admit that. He's got probably some of the best entrances next to Triple H that I've ever seen. I mean, yes, uh, they're the whole New Japan has amazing entrances. I'm not staying up that late. If I want to watch it, I'll watch it on YouTube because New Japan wrestling does not really do anything for me. I think that's the one time that me and, and the revival actually agree on and on things like, you know, the whole flips all the time just really doesn't do it for me. And that's pretty much a lot of what new Japan is. And I'm not saying that isn't a bad thing, but you know, that's just not my style, but getting back on point, the way like the Miz did it, it just honestly pissed me off. And the funny thing is I, I will bet money that people are going to correlate, you know, what Kenny Omega did with what the Miz did, how they both won the title. Like, I just literally just thought of that. Kenny used outside interference against Moxley. Miz used outside interference against Drew. Drew went through fucking hell. Actually, I, I will that that Elimination Chamber match was a fucking masterpiece. Even with Osmos pulling off the uh, door on the backside. Oh, almost, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know how to say his name, and I feel like an asshole, but I, the only time I think is I think of Osmosis Jones. That, that cartoon movie back in the day about an amoeba. So it's the only thing I can think of at the moment because I feel that's okay. all he is towards, you know, he's just there to help fucking AJ. And I think this dude is a fucking beast. It doesn't need to be somebody's security guard. I think he can actually kick somebody's ass. So there's that. It, it just, the deal with the devil with MVP to me is setting it up for the Miz to only have a transitional period, which to, is unfortunate for the Miz because i'm sorry he's not going to beat lashley unless he cheats and well you're going to have the second dirtiest player in the game on the outside with lashley so i gotta go with lashley on that one but you just brought something up before we gone on air and if you want to bring that in and i can discuss my interest on that oh yeah i saw one tweet that I'm not a fan of. It's it's it from my boy Christie's over in England and everything. Chris, I love you, but uh, you're my boy. But uh, no, 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 because he was like saying that as fast lane. I, I was saying after the the pay per view went off, I was like going, "Miz is losing the title by fast lane. There's no way he's taking it to WrestleMania." So Chris was like saying that uh, this sets up Miz and Lashley at Fastlane, Lashley takes the title off him, and then that gives us the long-awaited, much-anticipated match of Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. I don't mind Brock Lesnar coming back, but he always comes back to a title picture. He always gets back and puts, like, in championship matches, and no, I don't agree with it, but go go ahead, Jester. Okay, so the only reason why I agree with it is because it's actually gonna put this long feud to bed, and it could bring in the possible rumor of a certain ex-UFC champion into the WWE that was thinking about transitioning over to the WWE, which is Daniel Cormier, which I think, again, would also be a very interesting thing, especially if Cormier aligns himself with the Hurt Business, because I have a theory that some, okay. a, a certain person from the Hurt Business is going to leave, and that person is cedric alexander i i have 
I have a feeling that Cedric is somehow going to go to SmackDown and he and Apollo Crews with his new found anger and aggression are going to make for one hell of a tag team. I want that tag team. That tag team makes Hmm, sense. Sheldon Benjamin and Cedric Alexander don't make sense. They don't. Um, Old school? No. Yeah. I, I would I would honestly like you know you know Cedric shows up let's say it's after Mania right okay and they do the shake up and Cedric can looks him up and down he goes about time you joined our side <laughs> and there you go now you got a new faction starting on SmackDown um I think it'd be perfectly acceptable and excellent in my personal opinion but going back to Brock and Lashley this is something I have wanted for decades. Like when they both were in MMA and UFC, like, and Brock would duck them. Brock would duck them. But this is the one way, the one way. Yes, Lashley or uh, Brock gets put into championship matches. I'm sorry, but he's a championship caliber person, um, no matter how long it pisses us off. But I could see him knocking the shit out of Lashley or out of uh, Brock. Lashley just completely destroys him, like, fucking yeah. annihilates him. And that'd be only that. That'd be the only way I'd be okay with it is if if it does end up being for a title match and everything, that Lashley goes ham on him and then kicks his ass out back of the out of the WWE again. That'd be the only way I'm, I'm okay with it. Like that. That is that is what I would love because again, these are two amateur wrestlers. Like they know the sport back and forth. They know how to fucking fight. They know how to throw hands. That fool Nelson that he uses is is a very dangerous fucking move. Don't matter how big the guy is, look what he does to fucking Keith Lee. And Keith Lee is a fucking big boy, according to Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah. But, and this just popped in my head, too, because of something that happened last Monday. Or was it this Monday? This Monday. It was this Monday. Okay. Who just came back thoroughly pissed off that he wasn't in the Elimination Chamber? Oh, yeah. I thought he was, okay, I thought he was on SmackDown. How did he get to Raw? He was drafted to Raw. I Last time I remember he was on he was on SmackDown because it's like it was before I, the I, Royal Rumble. No, no, I think there was like a provision, like somebody got traded and he was a part of the trade. It was a weird fucking thing. Okay, because I he, can't because I couldn't remember, but yeah, go ahead. So yeah, I think that is another person that's going to come into this picture, and then hopefully when Keith Lee comes back, they put him with a nice feud with Matt Riddle. Which sucks, which means they might make him heel, which is going to be very weird seeing Keith Lee as a heel. I could see Riddle more of a heel, more of a cocky, like similar to how he was in NXT, but he just smokes so much weed, he can't be really a heel. <laughs> like, he's vicious and everything, but he's just like, bruh. I know, right? Tough-ass <laughs> motherfucker, bruh. So yeah, there, there's that. Now the fact that, that Lashley is actually fine. I, one thing, I'm happy he lost the title tonight. And I'm happy he mm-hmm. wasn't the one that got pinned. Because it doesn't make him look weak. And Lashley isn't fucking weak. Lashley is a fucking beast, a fucking monster. He will knock somebody's fucking head clear off. And okay. that's one thing I respect about the man. And so, you know, in all honesty, the only thing that I never respected about him was that whole fucking Lana situation. Yeah, I don't bring that up. I, I bring that up because... I actually heard an interview that I think Alex did is on YouTube. His name's Alex. I follow him. I think I follow him, but it was a really good interview and it made me respect Becky Lynch even more because apparently she's been texting Lana every week 
um, checking in on her. And apparently a lot of people don't like Naya backstage. And that's actually real. They're tired. They're tired of her hurting people. That's the gist that I got from that interview. Ah, got so, it. and you know me, I hate despise everything that is Lana wrestling wise. Person wise, mm-hmm. I think she's a perfect, she's an okay person. I, somebody put it best, like, you know, when they're talking about Lana and it's like, they're like, no disrespect. She's, she has put a lot of, you know, hard work in the ring, but she's not a face. She's no. not meant to be a face. And I'm kind of hoping that she turns on Naomi and they have a feud. Just saying. <laughs> just saying, just saying. Because I, that's just my, my opinion. But, you know, that was the whole, one of the things I never liked about Lashley and then the whole Leo Rush and the whole flexing and the ass and how very, you know, the jokes that I saw online. And yes, I made some of the jokes myself about how um, homoerotic it was. Mm-hmm. But I'm a gay person. I'm allowed to make those jokes. And the you know just some of the sick stuff i saw about that but like you know that's lashley's a beast plain and fucking simple give me lashley mm-hmm. versus brock have lashley beat the fuck out of brock have brock run tuck tail to smackdown because apparently smackdown is the a fucking show again i don't know how the fuck that happened but it is and i would honestly love to see the tension between the head of the table and the beast just All right, saying so, okay all right, so you mentioned head of the table. I'll get back to that head of the table in just two two short seconds. But Kayla, let me get your thoughts real quick on a possible Lashley be- uh, Beast, I mean Brock uh, matchup if we do get that. Like, you know, Julia stated, it's a match that everybody's been wanting to see for a while. Because um, obviously I know Bobby wants it. I know Brock wants it. Um, I wouldn't want it to be for a title because like you said, it seems like every time he comes back, it's in a title picture. Rather, he's robbing the money in the bank contract or um, jumping in the title picture. Hey, hey um, now, that was Mustafa's fault. Yeah, the, he should have grabbed it. And- the idiot just stood there like, <laughs> <laughs> he's it's running. Grab it. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that was kind of great. It was like he just sat there. And anyway. I will I will say this though before you go on. That was some of Brock's best comedic work, especially with our truth. Come on. That I will up. grant you. That <laughs> That was great. That's what's up. <laughs> like, you know, like the whole Brock party, that that shirt was pretty cool. You know, I mean, that was actually some of his best out of character work. And then the whole when he had the contract, he didn't understand the contract. So that was actually some of his better work. But okay, sorry. But no, it, it, I do have to agree when he did have the contract, he looked at Paul, wait, I have a year? I have a year? And he takes the paper and just smack Paul Heyman. But no, um, I do have to admit, that was fun, Brock. Um, he does have a good personality. I will give him credit. Um, I would like to see him in that match with Bobby Lashley, but not for a title. Because it actually is kind of comforting, kind of not hearing his music coming up like, hey, I'm getting your title or, you know, something. Um right. But I just find it a little curious how they would edge him back in a little bit because he has no merch. They took everything off. He's everything's off WWE wise for him. So, um, but again, our relation to my friend that I work with at Electrolux, he, um, we still think there is something that Brock is holding 
over the McMahons because it seems like when he wants something, Brock comes back, Brock gets it. So, um, but anyway, title pitcher or not, preferably not title pitcher. Um, I would like to see Lash, uh, Lashley versus Lesnar, regardless at WrestleMania or something down the line. Something. Make it more exciting. Give us what we want. All right, SummerSlam. That way, Lashley can have the title for a little while. No, honestly, Lashley is one of the people that has actually deserved to hold the title. He's a lot like Sasha Banks in that aspect, where he gets, you know, denied the title. And um, I'm thoroughly enjoying her title run right now. And I'm sad because I I feel like it's going to be coming to an end soon, despite the fact that I love Bianca. But yeah, um, so... Yeah, definitely on that one. <sighs> Man. All right. So yeah, that was a crazy ass ending. I, after you, like, after you, what you said, Jolie, it was like a killer elimination chamber match. That raw, the, on the raw side, that was crazy. Okay. Now let's get to the head of the table, or should I say asshole at the head of the table? <sighs> okay. Daniel Bryan wins the elimination chamber match at the beginning of the show. And you come out right afterwards to have your match. And it's like, I was like, well, it's like, I, I texted both these ladies. I was like, oh, asshole Roman. <sighs> so of course he didn't, it was like, he, it didn't take too much time for him to win and everything. And then, but the ending was still the same after the match. Cause I thought it was originally going to be at the end of the show, but it, the ending still happened to be the same. Edge speared him and pretty much said in few simple gestures, see your ass at mania. Called it. <laughs> I will say that actually highly disappoints me because I would have preferred him in NXT putting those guys over because I'm sorry, his interaction with Karrion Cross, his interaction with Pete Dunn, his interaction with Finn Balor, and the fact that he'd be able to be more with his wife and, you know, they wouldn't be on two separate nights. You know, I'm thinking for his longevity as well. I do want to touch on NXT in a little bit because. Okay, I'll go. We'll get to that in a second. I wasn't. I was going to go to you and ask your thoughts, but you kind of just said everything right then. <laughs> Unless there was something else you wanted to add to it. <laughs> okay, no, you're good. All right, Kayla, your thoughts. First of all, I will say Daniel Bryan deserves more than what he did in that match. I mean, I understand that he just got out of the chamber. What a really asshole move of roman um oh by the way roman by the way you're further on the shit list with my mama so i suggest you shape up because you're burying your own grave but anyway short match daniel bryan deserved more and furthermore the ending spear to it uh spear from edge to roman pointing at the sign no word spoken perfect see your ass at wrestlemania be prepared. So I'm going to say main event at WrestleMania, it's spear versus spear. Hell, it's like what I would love to know is like what Roman whispered to Edge on Friday and then what Edge whis- whispered to Roman tonight. I would love to have all- hear all that. This is how it went. Please choose me. I don't want Goldberg. <laughs> okay, I choose you. You don't have to deal with Goldberg. <laughs> Good call good call oh man (sighs) okay kayla out of the two elimination chamber matches which one was your favorite honestly i'm gonna have to go with uh probably brawl because everybody in that match was on their a game it was phenomenal 
honestly, a part of me was waiting for Omos to pick up Adam Pierce and just throw Adam Pierce when he was ejecting him from the ring. But hey, that didn't work. But um, but no, it. I believe it was a great match. Um, I was highly shocked when Orton was the first one to go. Yeah, um, that was uh, that was a that that was a crazy. I was like, okay, out of all people to go, it's Orton, really. But um, but no, I believe that match was probably my favorite. Um, the SmackDown one, at first, I really did think Jay was going to win it, but obviously he didn't, which thank goodness, because that would have been lay down for me, cause you know mm. whatever. But um, no, but anyway, favorite match was the Raw one. Um, but above all. I think of both of them were pretty were pretty intense either way. So all right. Jolly? Raw one hundred percent. There is more storyline. There is more um action. Like the fact that Jeff Hardy lasted as long as he did, he definitely deserves another title run. Um I was shocked that Orton was the first to go as well, but I was also shocked that they didn't tease Alexa. I think that would have been better if like she popped up and that's when he got pinned. But oh again, yeah, that that's storyline. I felt them starting off with Cesaro and Daniel Bryan kind of irked me a little bit because Cesaro deserves better, Daniel Bryan deserves better, but they put on a killer match. Jay was awesome. Kevin Owens is a fucking psychopath. And Corbin, King of the Ring is fucking over. Lose the fucking crown, you piece of shit. Burger King is asking for his costume back. <laughs> Yes, WWE, we need a new King of the Ring tournament ASAP, please. Uh, Xavier Woods would like to have a few words with you about that. <laughs> oh, speaking of the chamber match, you know how this is, I picked this out, I had to point this out. You know how they show the picture, uh, show the uh, chambers and they show the names and they were going around. Do you all hear Sami Zayn go, not my chamber, not my chamber. Yeah. Not- <laughs> I, I thought I, that was great. And I was so happy to see that he actually he trimmed his beard. He didn't look like he had been stuck in the Sahara Desert for months and was a giant freaking cacti. Sammy, I love you. You are an awesome, sweet dude. I love everything that you do outside of the WWE with your work for Syria. You are an amazing person. But dude, thank you for fixing your beard. It was driving me nuts. I was like, can somebody get this man a gay man? Can somebody get him a stylist? Please. Oh my God. Like, seriously. (laughs) All right. Okay, so enough about the chamber matches. Uh, let's see. We kind of hinted at th- we kind of hinted at this already, but we do have a new United States champion with Mr. Riddle. Um, he oh, he ended up pinning Morrison and um, made Lashley uh, kept Lashley looking strong and everything. And uh, again, I mean Keith. I hope I hope if you are injured, if you're injured and everything, I hope it's nothing serious and you get back quick because your ass should have been in that match. 1000%. His ass should be champion right the fuck now. Exactly. All right. So on that note, going forward, Jolie, what's next for riddle? Who's get, who's getting him first or who should get him first? The first person that should probably go against, um, Matt Riddle is John Morrison just because I would love to see those two in a solo match. And since, you know, the Miz is now champion, he's going to want gold. So there's that. But I think those two are such a high flyers and um, you know, you got the striking with Riddle and you've got the athleticism of Mr. Uh, Morrison that it, it would be a one hell of an epic singles match. I would also mind not seeing, um, hmm. 
Ricochet, Ali, quite frankly, he, there's a whole line of people that could take him on. Um, I mean, shit, Alistair, where the fuck are you? Can you make Matt Riddle fade to Blacklease, please? I'm fucking begging you. Vince, I swear to fucking God, if the shit that I'm reading is real, I'm going to find you. Like, seriously, like this, I know I shouldn't believe dirt sheets. I know I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't believe Meltzer. But you know what? The fact that these men have been off our TV for so fucking long and is pissing me the fuck off. Alistair Black has more fucking charisma in his fucking baby toe than half the men you have on your TV screens right now. Mm-hmm. Now, if he is being rebranded, because I saw one interesting concept, I would absolutely love this. If he's going to join Raw somehow and become part of the Firefly Funhouse as one of the Fiend's minions. Huh? Where the hell did you read that? Um, it was just, uh, I think it was Sports Kita. I know they're not. Okay. Like, it was like one of those fantasy things. And the, um, they also had Paige joining them as well as like a kind of like a mystic manager for Alexa, which hmm. it would work, though, for Paige. Think about it. It would work for both okay. of them. I mean, as as you know, as somebody who's interacted with with Mister Alistair Black, yeah, the dude likes the dark shit. Look at his tattoos. Look at his clothing line. Mm-hmm. You know, he loves that shit, and I think that he would be a perfect fit if, like, they were going to make a new Bray Wyatt family, a fiend family. He would be fucking perfect. Um, I would like Andrade back, please. I would yes, like definitely. Uh, Andrade versus Matt Riddle be fucking epic. Shit. Uh, yeah, he's raw because Charlotte's raw. You know what? Fuck it. Nia Jax. Go for it. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Hell, she's about to lose the tag no, titles on the third anyway. No. You know what? You know who I would love to have an intergender match against Matt Riddle? Now, Ooh. hear me out. Shayna Baszler. Ooh. That match. That's actually fucking good. fire. They're both MMA backgrounds and everything. So, yeah, I can totally see that one. I would love that. <laughs> I would. Ooh. That would be awesome. I, I mean, I want, we will touch on the tag titles shortly. But, so yeah, that's definitely, a, 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 if they were going to do an intergender match, that is somebody that I would love. Also, I would love them for bring over maybe, um, oh shit, what's his name? Tyler Bates from uh, NXT UK. I would love to see those two guys come over and fight for the title. I think that would be great. You know, start bringing, like, they can safely come over. I would love to start seeing some of the NXT UK guys back over here. I, I okay. miss I miss Imperium. I would again Imperium versus anybody right now. Those four Walter. Um, so I know congratulations Walter for beating Pete Dunne's record for holding the title the longest. And I don't think you're going to lose that title anytime soon because I don't know who the hell going to beat you. Right. I mean, shit. They have a whole super card special for you this week. On the WWE Supercard, like you had to get two of them, you had to play a hundred matches with fucking Walter card. Like I don't, I never, I don't have a Walter card. Like, <laughs> dude, like you, you know, you know, you're special when you have to have like a whole week. You know, get two Walter cards, pro the Walter card. Like, damn, like they love Walter. Uh, don't get me wrong, I think Walter is a fucking beast, and if I ever got my got a chance to meet him, I would. But yeah, no. So there's there's so many possibilities who could face uh, Matt Riddle. Hell. If they wanted to, th- there's a certain person that, you know, would love another cage fight with them. I wouldn't mind Thatcher versus Riddle Part 2 for the uh, United States title. I'm, I'm game for that. I- that's one thing I do wish they would do, since right now they are kind of stationary. Like, you know, yeah. they do interact a little bit more with NXT, just just especially with Raw, because it needs a little flavor. It needs a little pizzazz. It needs a little spice, because you got all the spice you want on fucking SmackDown. 
I mean, right now those shows are in two different worlds and, you know, I think one of the good things, the funny things that that has that Raw has is for is Bad Bunny. I he was and it's funny because yes, now when Truth gets it back, he will be a 50 time 24/7 NXT UK I95 European I95 television champion 276 <laughs> hardcore television champion. So yeah, um but no, nah, it's uh th- there's so many different people that can go for it, but then I just realized when I'm talking about Bad Bunny, Damian Priest yeah, he's had. Uh, it's like he. I think he had run-ins with Riddle in um, NXT. He had run-ins with Riddle. He has had run-ins with The Miz. He's had run-ins with Morrison. I think it would definitely set up for like a def- a nice feud with with that little quadrant right there, especially with him um, protecting and repping his Puerto Rican brother. Which again, I absolutely love the fact that they're repping Puerto Rico a little bit more now. The fact that everything Puerto Rico has gone through. They need a little bit more. Like, yeah, I love the fact that they are being more representative in the company. So, yeah, uh-huh. I, I went off on a tangent. Sorry. Uh, Kayla, who you see? She pretty much named everybody. Like, obviously, Alistair Black would be a good. Um, obviously, Ricochet. Um, I wouldn't mind Damian Priest. But then again, John Morrison. You know, something. I mean, there's other options and stuff, too. But I think they would probably be the main ones that would actually deserve the title heck since mm-hmm. he couldn't be in the match keith lee there you go so um i don't think there's anybody else i'm looking at my uh little pop vinyls here but they're all female so they ain't gonna help me i don't know <laughs> well he's on smackdown braun Strowman, but no no but no like the ones we named i think definitely um but i do honestly think out of all of them i think keith lee should be the one to at least, even not win it maybe at least get that opportunity since he didn't have that opportunity. Keith, I hope you're okay, brother. I really hope you're okay. <laughs> yeah. So if you are hurt, we hope you are, you know, nothing too serious. You're in our thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Get your ass back, boy. Or you if you're just sitting at home and chilling with your new fiance, that don't count. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and Reckoning need to hurry up because Xavier wants his match with Reckoning. And apparently she wants it too so <laughs> he don't want that smoke i'm sorry he don't i'm i'm gonna be perfectly fucking honest there's no way in hell he will walk away from that match with the winner because she's flipped keith lee before like literally in a match yeah yeah so I, she I wins on, she wins on that principle alone Hell, when she was in NXT, I wish she would have had an intergender with the uh, Gargano, with all the with all the feuding that they did and everything. I was hoping that they would pull the trigger on that, but they never did. Piss me the fuck off. Oh, I'll- and um, oh. Keith would have to have some back. Uh, excuse me, Xavier would have to have some backup other than Kofi because she'd probably have Ollie, Slapjack, T Bar, and Mace in her corner. <laughs> so he needs to come in with some reinforcements other than uh, Kofi. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Kofi and Ricochet alone would do it and everything. But Naomi's not doing anything. That's oh, there you go. That's true. All right, so we'll see what happens when that comes around. Okay, let's get to the ladies. Uh, first of all, the match that didn't happen, and I'd like to award, uh, give the award for the best way to ruin a fucking storyline to Lacey Evans. Okay, I but mean, hold on, right, hold on. Right, right, she did okay, not find out until Sunday. Like, literally, the day before. They had to rewrite everything. 
getting get the words out of my mouth. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say yes. It's great for her. It's go ahead, Joel. You ruined my moment. <laughs> uh, they literally just found out. She most likely is still going to be managing for a little bit. Um, so closer. I don't know why they're doing the Rick is the baby daddy. Um, that's fucking creepy. Number one. Mm-hmm. No, number two. We both know they married to other people. And yes, I know Kate Fab and all, but we already know that they're married to other people. That's the whole right. My biggest fucking pet peeve about this. Um, but yeah, no. There, there was so many more opportunities where they could have, just like with fucking the Fatal Four Way, they could have had a fucking Fatal Four Way for the women. They dropped the ball, and I'm pissed. So I'm pissed too because it's like it could have been like a surprise match. You could have brought in, you could have brought in Rhea because they've been trying to figure out what the hell, which brand to put her on. You could have had Nikki. You could have had a, you could have had a battle royal for all for damn for christ's sake and everything it's just like there were so many opportunities to bring another match on because with what was on there it was a short ass pay-per-view but from what i've been hearing vince is actually liking the shorter pay-per-views because people seem to have gotten like angry at the long pay-per-views like with like the only one that the only i feel the only two or three actually the only long paper pay-per-views that there should be are the core four Mania should be long, Rumble should be long, SummerSlam should be long, and Survivor Series damn well sure better be fucking long because that is a lot of matches, a lot of champions, and a lot of fucking misplaced rage at each other. Like that's that that's my the core for everything else. I like the fact that, you know, yeah, we we started a little bit late, but like these ones, you know, I'll have everything done and up by like or saved by midnight. Whereas like, you know, when, when mania happens, you damn well know when we talk about it after the fact, it's going to be like two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I, I've yeah. heard that Vince likes these shorter pay per views because it actually keeps people more engaged. No, nah, but what I was going to say is like, yeah, it, I mean, it's a, it is a legitimate pregnancy, and we do congratulations to Lacey and her family and everything. But it's just like, yeah, it's like one of those things. It's like it kills one match and everything, but the WWE could have done something to replace the match at least what do you think kayla yeah um i mean there really was... i just read your text <laughs> i had to but anyway um no um but i honestly like i thought about it there could have been you know anybody anybody on that roster even if you didn't want them to win the title there was several people that you could have put her in there Heck, you know, even if you just pick up the phone, have a surprising Becky Lynch or something, because in a way, she never technically ever lost her. She never lost her title. She gave it away. So something, make it interesting, make it a pop. But anyway, I don't know. Maybe you could have maybe gave Sasha another title, you know, give her another title match in one night, make her try to go after the Raw and SmackDown, something, make it interesting. But okay. they kind of just throw an Oscar away once again. You're burying the wall women's championship because of one person that couldn't wrestle due to being pregnant. Congratulations, Lacey. But like I said, there would have been anybody that could have a female wise. Couldn't find a female. I don't know. Put Reginald likes to wrestle. Put Reginald in it. Something. 
give Oscar her match that she was originally waiting for. So, all right, <laughs> y'all, y'all are helping me with the segues tonight. I love you, ladies. Y'all, y'all are really helping me with these damn segues. <laughs> all right, Reginald, what the fuck, brother? Look, <sighs> look, look. He he's already gotten his ass kicked by Timothy Thatcher. I don't think Carmela scares him or Sasha scares him because if you go back watching, uh. Uh, Thatch can Reggie was yeah. one of the people that he was beating the shit out of half the time. So, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like the chances of Sasha and B- uh, Bianca walking out of the titles tonight were slim. Yes, it probably would have given the March third uh, matches a bigger boost and a bigger draw with Sasha coming in and everything. But um, honestly, it didn't matter who. I mean. It was kind of like a last minute match, but honestly, to me, it didn't matter who won anyway because whoever won was going to lose the titles on March third to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. But I, yeah, I, I concur with that. Um, I think they wanted. I think possibly they wanted to to counteract whatever's going on AEW. I forget what's supposed to be going on that day. Um, but I, I was thinking about it. And I was like, no, Dakota needs to beat Shayna. Dakota and Raquel need to beat Shayna and Nia because of the fact that, you know, we all remember that it was Shayna that kept prodding and prodding and pushing and pushing and basically bullying Dakota into the spot that she's in, mm-hmm. into the heel. So yes, in some aspects, she can thank her for that. But, you know, I feel that for Dakota to come full circle in her story, in her history... She needs to beat Shayna. Now, would I have loved to see Dakota Kai versus Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks? Fuck yes. That can happen later. Because you know what? That's actually a tag. They actually should. They actually can have a cohesive tag team. Even with the fact that the looming of who is Bianca going to pick. Because mm-hmm. she could still pick Asuka. We don't know. Even though she's not going to. We already know this. And I do want to step back on one thing. I was, one thing that I was grateful for is the fact that they didn't go, well, here, Charlotte, because that would have been causing so much fucking hell. You know, oh, look, she gets handed in their title, blah, 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 blah. So thank you, WWE, for doing one thing right. I will be going off a little bit later about how you've been treating the women wrestling on Raw. So just put a pin in that for now. Honestly, the the Shayna Dakota story I think is going to come full circle you know I, I have a feeling that she's going to taunt tease prod Dakota and you, you know Nia is going to be like oh well Raquel can't do shit to me and Raquel's just going to lay her fucking ass out and I think mm-hmm. it's it's going to be great and like honestly if the rumors are true that's definitely interesting household right now but I know they're really good I know they are best friends I know they are really good friends I know that they live together but still, I, I just think like that dynamic. And again, I feel like Mia Yim and Jessamyn Duke are like, we love you both. Have fun. Yay sports. And then when they leave, they're like, you got the fucking tequila? Yeah, I need the shots. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is going to be fun. Yeah, because it's like Mia posted a picture with all four of them. And she said Bree, her Bree mates on there so it's just like yeah whenever that match happens it's just gonna be oh my god it's like we plead the fifth <laughs> oh it's like everybody just just yay have fun yay go team which team go team 
Which one? Go team. Uh, but yeah, no. We're uh, the fans. The fans win. Yeah. In all honesty, I think that again, uh, my favorite statement is if I ever get a shirt made, the gesture says the fans win. That 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 should be a shirt that I get made for myself. Since I swear to God, that's all I ever say. I definitely think that it is actually full circle storytelling. And I feel that when Tegan comes back, and I pray to God she comes back, just because of the fact that this is her third or fourth knee injury. And I think yeah, I think it's our third. And it's so hard and it's so and she's watching Dakota get everything that she was supposed to get. You know, that they were supposed to get together. Like, you know, I kinda hope this is a festering wound. And it's like, you know, and as soon as she comes back, and this leads back to why I wanted Candace to win the NXT women's title, because when Tegan comes back, that explosion goes right onto Candace and Tegan becomes the new NXT women's champion. See, I, I, I'm playing three-dimensional chess. Got it. <sighs> all right. Kayla. <laughs> okay, Kayla, after all that, the women's tag titles and everything, how it played out. Go ahead. Um, either way, um, I was happy either way. Um, but not so much for, I guess, I mean... I guess I didn't want the titles to lose because, you know, with me being a Shayna Baszler fan, I wanted her, you know, at least keep that title. But obviously we already know um, they are going to lose to Kai and uh, Gonzalez, which I'm happy with that um, as well. Um, But uh, yeah, um, Reginald, buddy, you now have a boss and the EST coming after you. So watch your back. but no, um, but now that uh, Nia and Shayna retained, I'm more excited for uh, Dakota and Raquel to take away from them. And um, hopefully they might defend them at WrestleMania. Who knows? But anyway, <laughs> mm-hmm. who knows? But yeah, I'm pretty excited, you know, to see that match now. So, and I agree with our um, Jester saying that uh, hopefully Tegan does get a chance to come back. Like she said, she's she's not able to have a spotlight and Dakota's getting that right now. And I think it kind of hurts her because they used to be ex best friends. So, um, well, they are still ex best friends. They used to be best friends. So, um, but anyway, hopefully we do get to see her come back and maybe it'll start feuding with Kai and, or however that goes. But, um, but, and, uh, Nia didn't hurt her a hole tonight that we know of. So that was also a good plus with that match. But, (laughs) I've always, I love, I do love Shayna's reactions when she falls on it and she starts like, and Shayna's like, uh-uh, 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 don't you do it, don't you do it. So, but I think she la- she she keeps her character, but she's laughing inside at Naya and that's what makes it even more funnier because you can tell that Shayna's inside <laughs> laughing. It's like, ah-ha-ha-ha, but, um, exactly. Oh, Man, but on the other hand, it would have been nice to see Sasha be the first person to hold the tag titles three times. But maybe, maybe she'll get another shot down the road. We'll just have to wait and see. All right. So before we go any further, Jolie, I know you wanted to go off about NXT for something. What was it? Adam Cole. <laughs> you piece <laughs> of shit. You self righteous, pretentious asshat. You douche canoe. I hope to God. That one day, Kyle O'Reilly puts your head through the fucking cage, asshole. 
I am happy that Kyle is okay, that he didn't actually have a seizure like they thought. That scared yeah. me that everything, everything was like he had a seizure. People didn't know what was going on. I'm actually happy that the WWE didn't play it out like a seizure. Um, that, you know, when it comes to selling, Kyle O'Reilly is one of the best sellers in NXT, hands down. And the fact that he scared people, <laughs> he owes a lot of people fruit baskets. <laughs> yeah. But, but he, yeah, at least he, he went back. He, uh, he went on Twitter later on to just let him know that everybody knew he was okay and stuff. Yeah, so uh, that whole you know, that whole situation is still pissing me off. Like, it's I get it. It's about the championship, but Adam, you're technically not next in line. That's carrying cross. He never fucking lost the title, and we deserve Finn versus Cross. Sorry, dude. At WrestleMania, I want that match at WrestleMania. In Hell in the Cell. <laughs> oh, you always got to one-up me. <laughs> Could you imagine Demon one. Finn versus Karrion Cross in Hell in a Cell with Scarlet on the outside beckoning her demon to destroy the Demon Prince? I don't know what Kayla would do in, in, in that situation. Because she's a huge fan of both. And that would just absolutely drive her nuts. She would need a long cold shower. Kayla, your response? I've always been a Finn Balor fan. Um, It's always been Finn. Um, I've always liked the demon personnel. Um, But... Then as far as somebody that I've kind of followed throughout their other career, just as much as I've done Finn, has been carrying Cross himself. Yes, that match would probably, I'd probably have to literally just have to set my phone aside during that match because I wouldn't want to, you know, I'd be glued to the TV. I would be happy either way. A lot of people ask me like, well, you're Cross, well, you're a Battler fan. Who would you go for? You know, gesture says the fans win. Exactly, but it it would be hard for me. But um, because every doubt that Finn does get a title, I'm happy. But in that case, I would have to go to the deeper dark side and say Cross definitely, because yeah, I mean he's like I've said multiple times, he's been he's been buried so many different times in all wrestling brands, and I don't want to see that happen again. Actually, he, he, was, he was never buried in NXT. He was the longest running champion until Adam Cole. And the only reason why he was technically bitch. technically buried in on Raw was because of Seth freaking Rollins being a dumbass. So it technically... Wait, I was talking about Cross, not... Oh, I thought you were talking about Finn. No. Because <laughs> technically Cross has never been buried in NXT either because of the fact that he has manhandled almost everybody he's come against. Well, yeah, he's... And we damn well know that you're going to be outside the arena already digging the grave of Santos Escobar and, you know, making a little wooden cross saying, here lies Santos Escobar killed by carrying cross for being a fuck up. <laughs> and I'm not wrong about this. Cross has never been buried once. He gets great vignettes. He gets great promos. He has mm-hmm. Scarlet making every fucking man woman want her. He, 
is top fucking notch. The only person out of the two of them that has been buried is Finn Balor, especially on Raw, especially on SmackDown. And I think NXT is the only place that has treated him properly and correctly. So I feel that if this is Finn's time to go try to go back up to the main roster and cause trouble, this would be the time to do it since there is kind of an upheaval. There's no way in hell that you could say Karrion Cross has been buried in NXT. I'm sorry. Not far as NXT, but other... Well, anyway, it's because he scares the shit out of people. <laughs> that's true. Can William, you believe- William Regal's just like, have fun, go play. <laughs> yeah. I think Regal's oh scared of Scarlet, by the way. <laughs> I was actually like, uh, did, There's I think not it was like a yesterday. human alive that doesn't have a crush on Scarlet. <laughs> yeah. Heck, I have a crush oh. on Scarlet. <laughs> so does oh my Cat God, by no, her was, expression. Yeah, it, it's just like, damn, woman. Sheesh those outfits and everything oh my god can y'all believe this i actually was reading on twitter yesterday and someone was saying that finn was actually the worst universal champion only because he had it a day and people were like going off at him like he got injured jackass but yet how is he the worst one when he because his shoulder injury happened when seth pushed him against the wall what happened he kept went he kept going in that match he didn't give up yeah so it's like he held it for he what no i'm just saying People that go suck on something. Leave Finn alone, okay? You go out there and get your shoulder um, torn or broke, whatever the heck, and you try to wrestle that damn title. Do right. I have to do another rant article on these stupid freaking people out there that know what the heck they're saying? Yeah. Already know- <laughs> because there is a girl, I ain't gonna call around on the podcast, but she's been trying to listen to our podcast, trying to tell me that she's a big wrestling fan and everything, but she don't know anything that's going on. She can't even tell me one champion that's in the brand and you're only trying to be a wrestling fan because i'm a huge wrestling fan honey give up give up with the rest of the fans you don't know your shit move on jolie uh who's this lady and where's uh kayla (laughs) um i don't know but who is this chick thinks she knows what the fuck she's talking about you know what whoever you are i I will go one-on-one with you come on the show sweetheart come on I don't wonder on this podcast. No, she no, no. Let your looks. <laughs> oh man, we got We actually have to do a contest one time. It's like okay, the great. We gotta set the great debate contest. Do you think you can come on the show and go one on one with the jester? <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> and this extends to you, Colin, and to you too, Nelio. Bring it on i told y'all if we ever we whenever we do a live stream if we have both of them on this can end it would end up being like a two to three hour show with both of their energies and everything they're they're amazing like they're absolutely amazing though okay well one more thing about nxt i'm really loving msk especially that segment on wednesday with the popcorn in the corner with beth and everything and then lifting the ropes for the ladies i'm really loving them they're a great addition I, I I like Beth like for the most part was like you know she's being all professional and they tap her back and they got the popcorn and I'm just thinking you know what this is you know like the, the, the kind of slapstick stuff that I love and then when they brought up Nyla's hole again and he just fell to the ground dead I was just dying like, it was such great comedic background I, I like you do I absolutely enjoy them I absolutely um, I can't wait to see 
more of them. I can't wait to see them go against um, Oni and Danny for the titles because I think they deserve the titles. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of I'm enjoying their slapstick. I'm enjoying their high flying. I'm enjoying everything about them. I think they could be the ones to dethrone Oni and uh, Danny Birch. Right. Oh, alrighty. Okay, so we definitely want to, um, I'm going to go ahead and transition here, and we definitely want to continue our spotlight for uh, Black History Month and just put, um, just kind of like highlight some of the wrestlers out there and everything. Kat, hold so, on, hold on. Do you want to talk about your GoFundMe? I was going to take care of that at the end. Okay, I didn't know. We, you didn't send me any information, so I didn't know if you want to do it now or at the end. Sorry, I yeah, apologize. I, 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 that's okay. I was gonna take care. I was gonna address all that at the end. Well, you Get didn't all the tell me stuff out of the way. You didn't tell me. You didn't ask. <laughs> love, love you. <laughs> oh, I'll I'll get into this more in a minute. But I told both of these ladies it was so good to see them whenever we got on Zoom. All right, so back to what I was saying. Um, definitely continue our highlight for Black History Month. Kayla, floor is yours. Um, this week I decided to do Sunny Kiss. Um, he, he, she, he responds that he responds to either, to either. So whatever, um, he's known as the, uh, professor, res- a professional wrestler, dancer. He's also been a manager. Um, he debuted first in September, 2013 in the East coast pro, um, in New Jersey, um, he's been on independent circuits from 2011 to 2019, um, has debuted at the age of 17 as a manager. Um, June 27, 2018, he came part of Lucha Underground under the name of Exolicious, which in that part, he's gotten a chance to work with actual um, Luchasaurus down in Lucha Underground. He got to work with Paul London. He got to work with the White Rabbit. For people who never watched Lucha Underground, White Rabbit was carrying cross. Um, he's been trained by Dustin Rhodes, Billy Gunn, Awesome Kong. Currently signed with AEW in 2019. Um, also a good friend of our podcast, Colin. He at one point was part of Synergy Pro Wrestling. He had a few title reigns and stuff throughout his indies, um, indie independent circuits and stuff. Um, and did have one opportunity against Cody Rhodes for the TNT when championship on AEW when he was champion, but unfortunately did not win. But the respect and the honor and everything that, you know, he received, he had my respect, he had my honor. And um, one thing about Sonny Kiss, he knows the fans don't like him. So, but, and that's okay. So, um, like I said, I'll state since I learned a little bit more, he's got even more respect from me. Um, so thank you, Sonny Kiss, for what you do. Talented, athletic in the ring. Um, I know one day that you might rightfully claim that TNT championship title in AEW or maybe something else later down the line because um, I honestly think you deserve it. So thank you very much for your hard work and dedication throughout your pro wrestling career and keep making keep making 
history keep making those moments yeah like the times i've seen sunny wrestle and everything it's like pretty sweet moves and everything so <sighs> okay so the person i chose is miss victoria crawford aka alicia fox um this is one wrestler who mainly has not really gone to like different mainly different promotions a lot of promotions and everything she debuted in 2006 with ohio valley wrestling and then later transitioned to florida championship wrestling and then of course as everyone knows that's the segue to the wwe um while she was in i think it was ohio yes while she was in ohio valley wrestling she was did win the women's title over there she is the first and only african-american woman to hold the divas championship and she did was considered uh one of the highlights and trailblazers of that era era and uh, she officially retired in 2019 and is considered and when they had her on raw and everything they did consider they did list her as a legend and we did see her again in the royal rumble this year and she always brings like a spunk she always brought like a spunk to the ring and everything and that year she captained the survivor series team with the captain's hat funny (laughs) it was very funny and she is also a former 24-7 championship winner herself. So um, thank you, Alicia, for everything you did. <sighs> Jester. The person I picked, um, he didn't spend a lot of time in the WWE. He did a lot of um, independent stuff. He did uh, films and TV roles and was the main protagonist, um, Kratos, for the 2018 game God of War. I picked Shad Gaspar. The reason why I picked Shad is because his birthday passed in January and, um, you know, he was literally five months older than me and uh, Crime Time was always an amazing tag team. I love Crime Time. Sure. Yeah. Um, He started out doing martial arts Um, at 16. He was began prize fighting for a promoter. Uh, Hard Body Harrison was a former WCW wrestler. Um, he started his uh, professional wrestling career um, trying out for Tough Enough, but he failed his physical. Um, Tom Pritchard saw something in him and recruited him for the WWE. Um, he was also a celebrity bodyguard before this as well. Um, he trained at the w- at the former WCW power plant, worked in OVW, he went by the, the Beast, um, to about 2006, he and Gad, uh, JTG did um, Crime Time. Their, sadly, their stints in the WWE were short, and you know, but they were very entertaining. He did a lot of independence when he got let go the first time back in 2007, 2008. He wrestled in Jersey uh, All Pro, uh, did a little bit of Japan wrestling. They came back to WWE. Um, I think they came back in for about two years in 08 to 10. Like they worked with Cena. Uh, they fought the Hart dynasty. They, they were just, it was, it was all around like, you know, weird relationships. Then they, I think towards the end of his tag run with JTG, he turned heel, beat the crap out of him. And they were both again released for some reason. He did a lot of independence. And um, sadly he lost his life on May 17th, 2020 when he told the lifeguard to save his son. Shad is a hero. Uh, Shad is missed. 
Um, and even though he wasn't with us for that long, um, he was a hero, not only in that aspect, but uh, apparently in 2016, he prevented an armed robbery in Coral Springs, Florida, and uh, stopped a drunk man that was attempting to rob the station with a gun. He shoved the man down, took his gun, and restrained him until the police arrived. So he is definitely a hero um, and is definitely missed. That's all. Yeah, definitely definitely missed. And I, got, and I do agree with you. Crime Time was awesome. There were they were absolutely amazing together and i'm actually sad that they never got they never got a chance to hold the titles they did have plenty of championship they did have a few championship matches but they never got a chance to hold the titles and i think they would have been awesome together (sighs) okay so definitely wanted to give some final thoughts tonight um as you all know um i am in tech i am in texas i'm actually in the houston area um and this last week for the people in my state has been absolute hell uh, with the with the effects of the winter storms. Uh, millions were without pe- without power and water for days. Some are without one or the other. Uh, lives were lost, including an 11 year old boy. Uh, homes have been damaged, and it's just been absolute chaos. And we're slowly starting to get on the road to recovery and everything. And um, and I got with these two ladies and, uh, we definitely want to do our part to give back. So I have set up a GoFundMe account and the, all the funds will be donated directly to, uh, Feeding Texas. It's an organization that, um, of networks of different fo- food banks throughout the state because people are still trying to get foods. People are still trying to get water and everything. And so um, if you go to our Twitter page at QT Bowdown, um, the uh, pinned tweet on there does have the link for the GoFundMe. And other ways that you can donate uh, would be if you buy anything off of our shops from now until at least March 1st, all the proceeds will go to um, Feeding Texas as well. And so any little bit can help out and so we definitely hope that whoever's listening to this um yeah if, if you have just as much support as they can possibly get because oh yeah it's like we definitely try to get back to the road to normalcy jolly one anything um as much as i despise texas for personal reasons i hate the cowboys i'm sorry they just ruined the whole state for me um, my heart goes out to the family of that 11-year-old boy who never saw snow. Um, the stories that I've been hearing, luckily the family that I have that live in Texas and my friends that live in Texas, uh, including you, uh, have all been safe and sound. But this has been a tremendous clusterfuck. And I would honestly like to say that for all of March, if anybody buys our merch, it goes towards Feeding Texas. Agreed. Um not only did we have that, it's it's um, another sad day that we hit a milestone. It's been a year since this whole pandemic started. Uh, a year ago, I was in Penn State at a house show, uh, watching Becky and Charlotte take on Oscar and Kari, watching Drew face Seth, AOP, and um, Buddy Murphy with Kevin Owens and the Viking Raiders. We have lost over 500,000 people to COVID-19. We here at 
Queens takeover, not only do our hearts go out to everybody in Texas, but to everybody that has lost a family member, a friend to this disease. And there's not much that we can do money-wise for that, um, you know, because there's really nothing you can do. But what you can do is wear a mask, social distance, get the vaccine. I want to go back to live shows. I want to go back to normalcy. I want to be able to hug my friend from Texas who's crying right now. We love and support everybody in Texas except for Ted Cruz because fuck you, Ted Cruz. Um, and uh, I, I know we don't like to be political, but can I just say something? AOC is a fucking boss. I love her. I absolutely love her. Her and Beto. $5 million she raised over the weekend to bring provisions to the state of Texas. It got that high? The last time I heard it was like three point something. It got close to $5 million. Oh, bless you, woman. Whew. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you donate to us. It doesn't matter if you donate to the Red Cross. But look up. We will, we will also put um, in the comments or in, to make that into the pin to a thread of other places that you can donate for Texas. Mm-hmm. So do what you can. And thank you guys for coming on this little emotional journey at the end of the show. I mean, it, it's the Miz. We blame the Miz. It's all Miz's fault. It's all Miz's fault. That fucking bastard. We all, we've all become the Miz girl right now. But um, just so you know, uh, coming up in March, we are going to be spotlighting women's wrestling if you know of an independent wrestler that loves giving interviews that loves talking on podcasts give us their information we want to spotlight women's wrestling for march why because we want fucking evolution too you motherfuckers and march is women's month (laughs) so again if you guys know of anybody that wants to come on our show colin i'm calling out to you i know i don't know if you listen to this nelio i'm calling out to you you know hook us up we got you (laughs) kelly kelly do you want to add anything um other than i agree with the jester saying that i wish that we could give our friend in texas a big old hug right now because i know she needs it so but um but no um, I will close it with saying our prayers and thoughts goes out with to any to everybody in Texas through this hard time right now and to anybody that has lost a family and friend from COVID-19. It's real people. It's hit my family. It's hit close friends of mine. Um, it actually hit, I didn't know this until about a month and a half ago, um, a girl that I met when I went to York Technical College. Um, I met her in computer class and she became real good friends with me. And I remember the day that she told me she was engaged to her high school sweetheart that she was with forever. And they got married and they had a kid, Chloe, which happens to be the most beautiful girl ever. Um, Over a month ago, I was on her. She had deactivated her Facebook and but she was still on Snapchat here and there. And I was going through her Facebook and she was something told me to check it out. And she was saying, rest in peace to her husband. And I couldn't figure out why. Well, I found out. So I went to his page and found out 
back in August, he ended up getting double ammonia over top, and then he ended up getting co- turned into COVID-19. He was never able to recover from it. So um, that hit me hard because, um, I mean, he was just amazing to both of them. And like I said, it's real people. Wear your mask, social distance. If you don't have to go out, don't go out. Um, I want, like our, like Jolie said, I'm ready to be back in the crowd with our, with our wrestling community fans cheering on our favorite wrestlers. So, um, y'all just stay safe and be careful out there because the world right now is pretty damn crazy. And I mean, we can't change that, but we can try to live it day by day and, you know, try to make it work, try to survive, stay alive. Yeah. (sighs) Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. Tune in next time as Takeover continues and God bless Texas. Bye.